Are you a church leader striving for a healthy and thriving church that engages the world? Then you should check out the WFX Conference. WFX is a comprehensive conference and expo for church teams that want to bring their building, technology, and worship to the next level. You'll be meeting with experts from all sorts of denominations, trading ideas and techniques for the goal of making your church as great as it can be. There's more than 120 different sessions, so no matter what you need help with, you'll find it at WFX. If you're interested in learning more about the conference or to register your team today, visit WFXweb.com. That's WFXweb.com. Don't miss this amazing expo. And now, back to the show. And the amount of people that is coming from all over the Muslim world to find Jesus through this, it is just a staggered. However, if you talk to somebody in Israel or you talk to somebody in Egypt, if you talk to somebody in Iraq or any of Jordan, any part of this world, you find out that these type of things are common. Mm -hmm. This is not something new. But our Western world is shaking because we used to our freedom. We used to our liberty to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. And nobody's going to interfere with that. And mm -hmm. these things comes not only shocking to the people, but to the lifestyle that everybody is pursuing. My pastor and the pastor of Lake Mary Church, who just happens to be an Egyptian, and I don't define him by that. I don't even think about it. But on a day like this, we have to at least say that to you. And so, Pastor Shaddy, welcome to the Charisma Podcast Network and to our studio. Dr. Green, it's great to be with you. You're one of the first guests I've ever had in this show, and here we are a year later and talking about something so tragic. It is sad to be this type of circumstance, yes. but that's the life and the world we live in today. Well, you pastor a very large church in Lake Mary, 700 people in regular attendance, and many of them, this is a melting pot church, as our community is. We're very diverse, and I suspect you've been answering a lot of questions since Sunday morning. Tell us a little bit about what you're hearing. Well, of course, growing up in the Middle East or being part of where all this mindset comes from, it does not take me by surprise, but it is taking a lot of our world today by surprise mm -hmm. as if this is something new. However, if you talk to somebody in Israel or you talk to somebody in Egypt, if you talk to somebody in Iraq or any of Georgia, any part of this world, you find out that these type of things are common. Mm -hmm. This is not something new, but our Western world is shaking because we used to our freedom. We used to our liberty to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. And nobody's going to interfere with that. And mm -hmm. these things comes not only shocking to the people, but to the lifestyle that everybody is pursuing. Right. Well, you just returned from a visit to California where you were helping out with recording in Arabic language. I know for a fact that you're one of the few Arabic-speaking pastors, certainly in Florida, at least at this part of Florida, and you're called on quite a bit. But in your trip out there, were your Arabic friends discussing the onset of Ramadan and what that could mean in terms of crime and violence? Yes. To give you a little bit of an idea of what I do in California, 11 years ago, I was a part of a small vision that started in somebody's three-car garage. Mm -hmm. 
just broadcasts some Arabic-speaking television programs to cover North America. By the grace of God and the just amazing, amazing favor of God, this grew up to be a network that's covering the whole entire world in 12 satellites covering the whole entire Earth today 24-7. And this is a Christian show, a Christian it, message. It's not a show. It's a whole channel. It's a whole channel. A Go whole ahead. channel. Mm-hmm. It's called El Karma TV. El Karma means the vine. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, I am the vine. So that's the name of the network. And now it's one of the largest in the world covering the whole entire earth 24-7 with the message of salvation. To give you kind of like a small vision of what's the impact of that. Last year, we corresponded, when I say corresponded, either by people that asking for more information, mm-hmm. asking for material, requesting CDs or DVDs or Bibles, or wanted somebody to go baptize them wherever they are. We corresponded with over 22 million people just last year. That's amazing. And the amount of people that is coming from all over the Muslim world to find Jesus through this, it is just a staggered. So as much as we see the crazy side of things, we're living in a season right now that whoever looking for the truth will not have a hard time to find it. Mm-hmm. So, Pastor, how do you answer this crime on Saturday night? What do you say to your parishioners, the people who attend your church, love you, look up to you as their local pastor? What do you say? Well, three things. I say what I said, second service. I did not know about this until after first service. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Even when you sent me the text, you weren't following. I did not know. I was at the men's conference the weekend before and came home took a good night rest and woke up, but did not turn on any television or anything. So I found out between services. So second service, we stopped the service to pray and to talk about what all this about and how we could interact with this. Three things that the Christian today are not prepared for. One, we're not prepared to be what God called us to be a witness to the people that doesn't know him. Mm-hmm. In another word, how many Christians do I know and you know today living in Central Florida that have a Muslim neighbor, that have a co-worker who is a Muslim or she is a Muslim, mm-hmm. that have kids that goes with Muslim kids into school? Mm-hmm. The question is, do we know how to engage these people in a dialogue? Do we know to build the bridges of relationships that show them love and acceptance, but yet not to compromise the message? Right. The problem is the church is not equipped, and I'm talking about at large, to be able to deliver the message of hope to the people that desperately need it. Most of these people are very sincere people to what they believe. And what we saw Sunday early morning is a display of what you want to call it conviction and radical faith. Mm -hmm. So what the world is awaking to is there is radical faith. The problem is when radical faith is faith in the wrong ideology and in the wrong theology and in the wrong Mm -hmm. belief, it brings tragedy. So how do you counterattack or how do you answer back this? What are we called for today is radical faith in Christ. Yes. People that willing to do radical things for God. And the truth is this. If you don't know what you're willing to die for, you're just going to find yourself dying. In another word, these people find a reason why they should die. This is a 29 years old 
Omar Mateen, sharp guy, full of hopes, full of dreams, educated. It's not some ignorant guy. I'm a child. Yeah. Born and raised in America. It's not like he's born and raised in Afghanistan or Pakistan or, you know, Middle East. He's born and raised in America. So this is not some dumb guy that somebody took advantage of, sent him to do that. No, this guy in his own thought pattern and his own research and his own finding was convicted with radical faith that told him that if you kill these people, if you kill the lesbians and the gay people, it's actually the Quran sentence for their life. And I heard a cleric today who is a speaker this week in Sanford's mosque who comes from Iran. And he was saying that this is our duty to them. If we love them, these people are sick. And the only way that we show mercy to them is to kill them. And he will say the only way that their sin is forgiving is for somebody to kill them. So imagine you tell people the only way that if you care about your gay neighbor, if you care about your lesbian neighbor, the only way that their sin is forgiven and the only way that you show love and mercy for them, kill them. That's the rhetoric that we're hearing today and they're speaking into people's life with great level of conviction. So the question is, as Christian, as believers, as churchgoers, what are we willing to die for, Dr. Green? Mm-hmm. If we don't know what we're willing to die for, we're just going to find ourselves dying because this world, and I hate to say this, this is supposed to be a message of hope, but you don't want to get on the air and say, oh, you're dying. Well, it's the reality of our world. This is very temporary setting. So it was a year ago, almost to the date that you were out in California, when the last mega shooting occurred, right at the beginning of Ramadan again. It's so true. So and true. remember that one? What were you? Yep. You were there. I was there. I was on the freeway. I was going back to the studio on that freeway when it happened. Tell us about what you felt there as your friends were talking about it. First of all, remind everybody where you were. Um, I can't give exactly where the location sure, of the studio is just because we're in the air, but in Southern California, south of L.A. area. And I passed San Bernardino coming back, going to where I'm supposed to go, and I find out that the highway shut down and all this mess. But, you know... These things, okay, it was San Bernardino after that was Europe and France and then, you know, Brussels and here we are in Orlando. What is the answer? So are we going to see more of this during Ramadan or in every Ramadan? Is this normal now? Uh, Well, that used to intensify greatly in the battlefield in Iraq and Afghanistan during Ramadan. Ramadan is the month where the Muslims fast with no water, with no food all all day long. Absolutely. All day long to seek closeness to God mm-hmm. and to do God as well. So, well, we fast in January for 21 days and we don't kill people. Well, it's all depend on your conviction. Right. If your conviction that God have enemies and these infidels is God is enemies and to bring God honor and glory is to kill them, mm-hmm. then you may be inspired to do that when you're fasting. Mm-hmm. To fulfill that. So. so give some hope to our listeners. We're about out of time, Pastor. Give some hope to the listeners about how you teach hope to your children in your household. I've met your children, your boys. They're fine young men. They're such good people. Uh, they're making a difference where they're planted. And your church is making a great big difference in the area we call Lake Mary. Vibrant. They're shaking the bushes and the trees and making a difference. What word of encouragement during this onslaught in our backyard do you give to your church? Dr. Green, thank you for having me on this podcast and to close this podcast with a message of hope, 
I will say there's one thing that will give us all the level of hope that we need to do the call that we're called to do, and that's to find our purpose. Okay. Why are we created? The truth is this. In your kitchen, everything was invented for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Your refrigerator were invented to cool things. Your stove was invented to heat things. Your toaster was invented to toast things. If your refrigerator start heating things and your stove start cooling things, you have a problem because these things are not meeting the purpose that we're designed for. That's good. And today we have men that invented so many things and invented great deal of appliances and technology and we invent things and we direct things to be very purposeful for what they do and their function, but yet we don't know our purpose. Mm. The purpose that we were created for to live on this earth, if we call ourselves Christian, born again, accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, Jesus says no longer we live for ourselves. And Paul says it's no longer that we live for our own desires, but for the purpose and the call that we're called to be. So our purpose is and every Christian around the world, the only purpose we were created and saved for is to go and make disciples. Go and make disciples. And if that's the purpose of our life, that should be our top priority in our daily schedule. So what is the hope? Is to bring hope to others. And the one that water others will never go thirsty. And to be ready always to give an answer for the hope that's within you. Absolutely. What's the hope that's within you, Pastor? The hope that within me, this life is so temporary and I can't wait to get out of here. (laughs) And when I get out of here is going to be the glorious day that I'm going to be with my Lord and my Savior, Jesus, and live for eternity with him and with the rewards that he promised for all those who do his work on earth. So the hope in us that he will never leave us or forsake us. Until then, we have a job to do, and we have a responsibility and a purpose to live for. Yes, Pastor. What a beautiful ending to a podcast that we designed and decided to talk together to help you listeners that are still grappling with this terrible tragedy. Again, it seems like it just comes so too often. Pastor, I know that you've got wisdom, and I continue to pray for you as you share with others who are hurting today. I'd like to ask all of our listeners if you'll continue to pray for the families. This is not a time of judgment. This is not a time to point fingers. It's a time to love these folks, to pray, to love, to pray, and to love. And within yourself, continue to stay in your word. Keep the Bible open and ask God to encourage you and to give you strength. This is Steve Green on the Charisma Podcast Network. As we love you, we care about all of you. We hope this podcast has helped you. God bless you all. God bless Orlando. Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.